You're listening to Once, Once Upon a Time podcast, episode 104. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast about ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jenny. And joining us on Skype. Hi, I'm Hunter. Hunter Hathaway, as you know, provides our spoilers, and we are really grateful for that, Hunter. Thank you so much for providing those consistently. Oh, yeah, no problem. It's fun. So this conversation will have some spoilers in it, but the first part of our conversation is going to be spoiler-free. So if you don't want to hear any spoilers whatsoever, small spoilers or big spoilers, then this first part of the conversation will be spoiler-free, and we will tell you before the spoilers come, and the spoilers will become increasingly spoilery. So lightweight spoilers spoilers at the beginning, heavier spoilers toward the end, if we can manage it that way. (laughs) But check us out on the web at oncepodcast.com and our show notes for this episode if you want to follow along with anything, get any links or videos or anything like that that we mention or comment on what we discuss in this episode will be at oncepodcast.com slash 104. Now, this has been a slow summer. No once upon a time yet. It's been kind of painful. Yeah. And like we said in the last episode of our podcast, it just doesn't seem like there's as much to talk about. Right. Yeah, no, I can't even find any spoilers out there. <laughs> I <laughs> check all the time, so I'd have stuff for you guys. <laughs> yeah, there are the occasional pictures here and there that Vansity Filming posts on their website. That's at vansityfilming.com. And they take pictures there in Steveston, uh, where the the episodes are recorded, and occasionally... Adam Horowitz tweets some pictures or some of the cast tweets some things here and there, but a little bit of spoilers, but just, I think like where we came from, there's not so much to discuss, but we've got some great stuff coming. And before we go on, I want to give a big shout out to someone who's been doing an awesome job with Once Upon a Time podcasting over summer. And that is our friends over at OperationCobraPodcast.com. You've got to check them out. I really wish I'd heard their episodes before we recorded our last podcast because they've done some awesome things. They've had a series of audio dramas (laughs) of lesser known grim fairy tales. And they are not only hilarious... But very well done, too. They've gotten some of their cast, uh, some of their friends together and other voice actors, and even our friend Bill Meeks from Greetings from Storybrooke did some voice work for them. And they've either read or enacted some of these lesser-known grim fairy tales. Wow. And, and especially, like, um, the the one about the uh, man who killed, supposedly killed several giants or was misunderstood as kill, killing several giants with just a single blow. Oh. I'm thinking of the Mickey Mouse version, actually. But I actually was, had that book as a kid. Oh, really? yeah. I, I don't remember the name of it, but they've covered that story, and it's absolutely hilarious. Wasn't the original it story, like the lad with the stone, or something, or uh, or the lad with the belt. I, I remember he made himself a belt that said yeah. five in one blow" or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's yeah, that is the story. I don't remember the name, but it is uh, awesome that they're doing that. So please go over to. Operation Cobra podcast and listen to those episodes. They've been fantastic. And I was so sad that I heard them too late to actually participate too. Maybe next year I can participate in them with uh, Rebecca Johnson and the other crew over there. But let's talk about this uh, show, (laughs) Once Upon a Time, and the fairy tales that we know. What would you say? I want to see if you guys are thinking the same thing. What was the biggest problem with Once Upon a Time in season two? Overall, just if you could look at anything, any kind of problem, either storyline, production, um, scheduling, uh, uh, it ended. Actors. That was a problem. <laughs> uh, the scheduling of the episodes. Yeah, I, I think I would agree too. And a lot of people were so confused by the schedule: is it on? Is it off? And a lot of people are wondering if maybe that's what damaged the ratings for Once Upon a Time. Because no one knew what Sunday it was really on, and it would be on for a couple Sundays And they would take weird breaks and stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, 
I think it has to do with the breaks and also a lot of shows in their second season. They always lose a lot of viewership. Yeah. yeah so, and, and it seemed like they didn't really know exactly where they wanted to go until halfway through the season. Right. But, well, two cool announcements. Since we recorded our last podcast, and all our listeners probably know this by now, Once Upon a Time returns on Sunday, September 29th. And we will get Yay. 11 episodes back to back. No interruptions. <gasps> That'll be great. And then we're going to have a break around Christmas. So 11 episodes puts us into the middle of December or about the first third of December. Then we'll have a break. And then when Once Upon a Time returns, we'll have 11 episodes back to back. No interruptions. That will be nice. Good it's job. It's going to be a long break, though, if you think about it. Yeah. That, They're going to have not. to go until at least let's, after the Super Bowl, which will be what, like the second of February? That'll be the beginning that they can at least even look at coming back. Let's not think about it. Yeah. Kitsis and Horowitz <laughs> referred to spring. They didn't say winter. So they said oh. once upon a time in spring, which does make me think, yeah, it's going to start in maybe late February or March. But I, I think I'm okay with that. I would rather... With, with 11 set episodes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that yep. makes it better because now we can kind of... We can feel the assurance that we're not going to be surprised by any breaks. <laughs> yeah. If you count backwards from when it, like, from May, like the end of May, it'll probably start back either March 9th or the 16th. Ah, okay. So. Yeah, March 9th sounds like a good date. I think they should do that. I I was wondering about how would they handle that with the Super Bowl? Because they know everybody's going to be watching the Super Bowl, either for the commercials or for whatever else goes on during (laughs) the Super Bowl. Halftime show, see if it's any good. And in our chat room, um, Matthew Paul, who, by the way, helps us um, moderate our forums, uh, said that somewhere they said March 9th is the spring return date. Hmm. So it does sound like there is a date out there floating around as a return. So that huge that they're doing that. And I think that will be kind of nice for us as podcasters because it'll give us a chance to reflect a little bit more without have to, having to try and podcast through Christmas. Mm. And right. yeah. more opportunities to stick in some interviews with cast members who might have had relevant storylines happen during that time. So I really like the direction they're going. What I think this tells me are um, two things about Once Upon a Time from this. One is they recognize how the breaks have been hurting once upon a time. And they're working to eliminate that problem. The second thing I think it tells me is that once upon a time probably has a larger budget now in order to throw this amount of resources to push 11 episodes out at a time. Yes, they'll have a much bigger break between the two mid-seasons or half-seasons. But I wonder if they are, if ABC is throwing some more money at this. They probably are. I mean, they see what a hit it is. Yeah. So, uh, Once Upon a Time is on September 29th, Sunday night, and we'll resume our podcast schedule around then with our initial reactions after, right after the episode or 15 minutes after the episode. So, that'd be 9.15 Eastern Daylight Time or Eastern whatever time zone it is then Eastern time. And then once upon a time in wonderland starts on October 10th and that's yep. on Thursday nights. And My Thursday nights just got full. <laughs> <laughs> and is there anything non spoilery that we can say about wonderland? Um, let's see here. We will be doing, by the way, while you're looking, Hunter, we will mm-hmm. be doing a podcast about Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. It will be a separate podcast, so you'll want to subscribe to that separately. You'll still be able to get it at oncepodcast.com, and the forums will all be in the same place because Once Upon a Time and Once Upon a Time in Wonderland are so closely tied together in a sense and might have some crossovers here and there. Uh, we'll have them on the same website. We'll eventually give you a new domain that you can use to get to those um, directly to the show notes and such and how to subscribe. But uh, you'll be able to go to oncepodcast.com and get those latest episodes and subscribe to, to that separate podcast. And when we launch, I'm going to say this several times before we officially launch the podcast, what we really need as soon as we launch it, please make sure you subscribe through iTunes, even if you don't use iTunes. Please make sure you subscribe. 
and leave a rating and especially a written review would really help us quickly jump and get a lot of listeners to that podcast when we launch. So we'd really appreciate it if you would do that when we launch, which would probably be maybe late August or sometime in September. So Hunter, do you think there are some non-spoiler things we can share about Wonderland? Absolutely. What have you got? Um, well, first of all, I it was originally signed up for 13 episodes, and they have now extended the season, but we don't know how many exactly for sure, how many episodes. Hmm. Um, it's going to be a full story for, uh, with a beginning, middle, and end. Oh. And um, they will be turning Wonderland on its head, just like they did with all the other, um, <laughs> with what they've done with Storybrooke and all the stories <laughs> that we know. They're going to be throwing in some stuff that you would never expect because just by some of the characters that are have already been cast, um, you're going to be like, how does this fit? <laughs> and they will they will make it fit. <laughs> yeah, I have heard, I won't name them, but I have heard of some of the characters that will be in it and prominent characters. And yeah. I've thought, oh, so that's how they're going to talk about that character, not in Once Upon a Time, but in Wonderland. <laughs> and like one of them's from a, completely different storyline and you're like and like just looking at it you don't know how they're gonna fit it together and i still don't but i'm really excited to see how they do yeah so do you think there will be a second season for wonderland um i i believe that there is i mean they they're not planning on it that way from what i've read like i said it's going to be complete story but if it does get picked up for another season they can tell a whole new story with the Mm. same cast because there's so much that goes on in wonderland that they could go anywhere. Hmm. Now, San Diego Comic-Con recently happened, and we'll talk more about some of the spoiler stuff uh, in a little bit. But let's talk about some of the non-spoiler things. One is, I heard a couple clarifications on some things, like Neil, or uh, Matthew Raymond James, on the panel at Comic-Con, mentioned, again, the number 300 years. And Kitsis and Horowitz, I forget which one of them it was, said something about a couple hundred years. So I think further reconfirming the idea that Rumpelstiltskin is 200 to 300 years old. But one of the cool things that they said is uh, Peter Pan's storyline has been Kitsis and Horowitz's favorite character. And they've really wanted to include Peter Pan since the beginning, but just all the legal issues there are what prevented it until... Mm -hmm. Now, yeah, I think I think now that this series has taken shape and people actually see that they're not going to completely destroy it, I think that the I think it's a children's hospital that owns the right to Peter Pan out in London, and that they probably now like okay, now we can see where you're going with this, and here you can use the rights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just I wonder if what the uh, trademark or copyright holders are going to think of what Once Upon a Time does with it, or how much say they have in it, or how much freedom the writers will have. Yeah, and, I don't know if they have the whole storyline, because, I mean, we mm. have seen Hook and everything, but I, I don't know if it's just the character of Peter Pan. I don't know. I haven't looked into the legal aspect of that. Yeah, well, clearly, they've got Peter Pan. They've got uh, Neverland. They have Hook and a couple other characters that we'll mention in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But one of the other things that was great to hear from the panel at Comic-Con was that Hook's personality wasn't so much inspired by Jack Sparrow, but very much inspired by the Dread Pirate Roberts (laughs) from Princess Bride. Yeah. Awesome. Another thing that, that they said about Hook, or Colin, actually, was that he's a gentleman in real life, but as soon as he puts on his... You know, his character's leather jacket, he becomes, and they, that, this is what they said, I'm quoting, he becomes a spicy gentleman. <laughs> 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 so that's not how he is in real life. Well, one of the cool things that's come out, and this uh, is a video that we'll have embedded in the show notes at oncepodcast.com slash 104, is this little teaser of something that's going to be on the second season DVDs. This is... Good morning, Storybrooke. I'll play this for you, and you can watch the teaser in the show notes. Good morning, Storybrooke. See, plants can be art, too, and I learned that this weekend at the Community Rec Center. Good morning, Storybrooke. Astrid. 
I have no idea who these people are. Good morning, Storybrooke. Good morning, Storybrooke. Dr. Whale is such a ladies' man. Hey, Goldie, are you feeling okay? Because we have a doctor on call. That's right. Oh, doctor. What do you prescribe? Okay, so he, these two anchors, uh, a guy and a girl, the guy just called her Goldie. And she's got black hair, though. Oh. But think about this. Goldilocks, what would be Goldilocks' happy, in, happy thing that would be ripped from her? Goldilocks. It'd be it. Her porridge? <laughs> I was thinking her golden locks. Oh, well. So no, maybe okay. her curse was instead of having golden locks, Goldilocks of hair, she has black hair instead. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I, I'm just throwing that out there. I mean, maybe they just picked a name, Goldie. Maybe. But that's uh, one idea. That's clever. So as they throw this now to Dr. Whale. Thanks, Hart and Goldie. It's time for Bedside Manor, where the MD stands for mm, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Our first letter comes from Jill. Jill writes, Dear Doctor, will my best guy friend ever notice me? We hang out all the time, climbing hills, fetching pails, and it's awesome. <laughs> but I want more. Jill. Ah, well, Jill, you are in what we call the friend zone. And you need a game changer. So I'd head down to Mr. Gold's shop and pick out a nice little gift, a pretty little box or something, and have Mr. Gold rip out your heart and put it inside <laughs> the box. <laughs> Give the box to Jack. It's called a, a living valentine. And trust me, wow. he will notice you. <laughs> All of this, let me remind you, is going to be on the DVDs, and I believe these segments are going to be expanded on the DVDs. Really? So this, I believe this is really it's just, just a, a teaser. Taste. Yeah. That's hilarious. Bedside Manor with Dr. Whale. Wow. Put your heart in the box. Box that you just picked out. Wow. Okay. You really are the best medicine. Mm. Coming up, we'll be back with the results of last week's poll. Which is the sexiest dwarf? Peter Dinklage. I wouldn't kick him out of my cottage. Me neither. <laughs> okay, now, <laughs> commercial break. Oh, so everything you're about to hear, commercials, storybook commercials. Okay, okay. This is Granny's Bed and Breakfast. This is Granny's Diner. Come sleep at our bed and breakfast and eat at our diner. You can have breakfast at the bed and breakfast. Just look at those sausages. We also serve breakfast at the diner because it is a diner. So why not plan a staycation right here in Storybrooke? It is modest, but it is mostly clean. And staying does not rob you of all your memories, essentially your very existence. Free sodas for the kitties. And sometimes we have avocado. Ask if we have avocado. Granny's Bed and Breakfast and granny's diner you'll be glad you did <laughs> wow that was awful <laughs> it reminds me of like Rhett and link local commercials <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious that, that's you know funny. I, go ahead no i was just gonna say it's really funny i'm <laughs> so happy i got to see it <laughs> i hope we see more commercials oh me like too because that was great i might watch that again after the podcast <laughs> And now, just look at these sausages. <laughs> we have avocados. Ask if we have avocados. Soda for the kitties. <laughs> and wow. now, a commercial from Mr. Goldshop. Oh my gosh. You know my shop. But when was the last time you stopped by? Have you been in since you remembered who you are? You might be surprised to discover I have your life. From the glinting baubles that hung over your crib when you were a babe. To the terrifying people puppets that your parents were transformed into. <laughs> Free parking with validation. Yes, here you will find every sword you've ever drawn, the mummified bodies of every frog you ever kissed. If you lived it, I have it. And it says on the screen, there's nothing we don't have. <laughs> and be sure to ask about my specials on poisons and curses. If you don't buy them, your neighbors might. And is that really a chance you want to take? Gold shop, I will and I deal. See you soon. Wow, that's good. Welcome back. Here's what's coming up on GMS. Young love never fails. It can, <laughs> because of poison. This could well be another wolf-related incident. Wolf Watch 2013. <laughs> Built a house out of straw. You can build a life out of lies. And we see a kiss between 
Grave and Nova or Astrid. Which yeah. one is she in real in Fairytale Land? Astrid. 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 Yeah. Yes. Wow, Astrid. she is adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so I- they say in this at the end of this promo. Wake up to the full episode of Good Morning Storybook on August 13th, only That's on Blu-ray great. and DVD from the Once Upon a Time <laughs> set. And you can purchase that right now. It's on pre-order and it comes out August 13th, which as of today is a week from now. So you can pre-order that by going to oncepodcast.com slash season two and your pre-orders there help support the podcast. And we really appreciate that. <laughs> Just look at that sausage. (laughs) (laughs) Now, by the way, speaking of supporting us, I want to give huge thanks to Christian Schmidt, Dana, Dina, 81, David Newland, Carrie, Callie Foster, Lori, Ann, DJ Firewolf, and Chris Zeigler for sponsoring this episode of Once Podcast. We really appreciate your support and donations. Several of these actually Nearly all of these are subscribers who automatically donate to us on a monthly basis, and some donate more than others. That's fine. But they've signed up to automatically support episodes of One's Podcast. We really appreciate that support. Thanks so much. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You You can find out more about how you can sponsor an episode and donate to One's Podcast by going to onespodcast.com slash sponsor. And we also do have some commercial ad spots coming up. So if you're looking to advertise for your company, I'd love to work with you because we have some ad slots available, but they are actually starting to fill up, which is something we're getting excited about. Awesome. So check that out. Clean uh, that onespodcast.com <laughs> slash sponsor. And thank you everyone for your support. And uh, so speaking of season two, we're hoping that we'll receive our copies a little bit early. We're, we're not completely sure of whether we'll get them early enough to be able to give all of you guys a, a preview of what's on the disc, like an, the unboxing video mm. and uh, showing we're gonna you do that, right? If, yeah. Even if I get them later, I'll still do an unboxing video just because I, I know everyone will Maybe we could both wonder. do it. Uh, everyone might be there at home unboxing it with us. <laughs> 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 so we're really looking forward to that. And again, you can order either pre-order it now or after it comes out, order it from Amazon through oncepodcast.com slash season two. And of course, if you ever want to buy anything from Amazon, then go to oncepodcast.com slash Amazon. Um, Hunter, what are you looking forward to in season three without saying any spoilers, but just what are you hoping for in season three? Oh, I want to see what they do at Neverland. Mm-hmm. I really do. I mean, what they've done with all the story, uh, the fairy tale stories, I would love to see how they incorporate people that I know that are going to be in this next season. I want to see how they incorporate them. Yeah. I keep telling Jenny, they're going to make Ariel some dark mermaid. That's one of the... <laughs> people in neverland because no curse of the mermaids i i think Ariel's going to be in neverland that is if she is in neverland yeah if she is and we have i some... hope she is because they've been saying i mean well, they, there, they, they there brought up the mermaid cove and there is a mermaid cove out there so yeah there has to be yeah there has to be because neverland is not complete without a mermaid cove and something are they evil or they I hope not. I hope they're beautiful, well, and I hope they're good, and I hope they sing, and they comb their hair, and they sit on rocks <laughs> with dingle hoppers. With dingle hoppers <laughs> and thingamabobs. And thingamabobs. Uh, well, snarf blacks. <laughs> Hook did say something about well, a couple times in the two-part finale of season two, they refer to the curse of the mermaids. But then again, we've seen many times before certain impressions about characters being given and being absolutely incorrect. Well, it's because it's been given by a bad guy. Yeah. So if he doesn't like somebody, it might be because. Or it could just be something he heard. It could be. We shall see. So it could be like the mermaids (laughs) are the feared creatures Mm. around Neverland, but it turns out they're actually really nice. (laughs) And they just like forks. And they're, un- they're, they're very misunderstood. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. But uh, Kitsis and Horowitz, um, well, we know we're going to Neverland. And Kitsis and Horowitz have said that we'll probably see some familiar places, like from the stories. I, I wonder if they're even going to decorate certain scenes or sets exactly like the Disney 
movies or Disney movie uh, to be familiar with that uh, because Eduardo Castro been one video out there already. And from what the video I saw is from one of the sets and it doesn't look the same as mm. the movie, but it is a big Island. It is a lot but of the stuff. One sec- like the one section that they showed, it was just like, huh, I can see it, but it wasn't the same as the original, like Disney land or the Disney world movie. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Never true. Uh, listeners, we would love to receive your feedback on Once Upon a Time, and especially as Once Upon a Time comes back, coming up, we want you to tell us what you think about each episode or what your theories are. But in the meantime, send us your thoughts and theories as we'll get to those in the upcoming couple episodes of Once Podcast before the season returns. Or you could send us chocolate in the shape of the Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah. Once Podcast, or Once Podcast, P.O. Box. 739 Burlington, Kentucky 41005 for mailing chocolate. I say that because someone's actually done that. <laughs> and it was great. And for sending feedback, email feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903-231-2221. You can also go to oncepodcast.com and send a voice message through the website on your computer or iOS device. And we love some written reviews in iTunes, honest reviews, especially. And so we're not saying you have to leave a five-star review. We love five-star reviews, but most importantly, we want honest reviews from you. Big thanks to three people who left reviews recently for us. I read a lot. That's actually a name. That's the name? Yeah. I read dot, dot, dot. Awesome. A lot. Awesome. And O-U-A-T, Kate. And Lexus Andrews, thank you so much for your iTunes reviews. It encourages us, and they help other people find the shows. If you haven't left a review for us on iTunes, then please go to oncepodcast.com slash iTunes to leave an honest review for us. And if you have already left a review, then go find some of these recent reviews and mark them as helpful. And if you agree with the review or think it's a nice review, then that helps the whole the show as a whole. And it's a great way to be able to help us out and support us without even spending any money, giving us any money or anything. So we'd love your support and really big thank you to those who have left reviews for us. That's oncepodcast.com slash iTunes. Hunter, anything else non-spoilery about Once Upon a Time? Um, not that I can really think of. Okay. I'm looking through my list and all of them are spoilers and... Oh, we will see a lot more of Emma's back past story coming up in season three. Yeah, I would. I, I mean, would that's hope not really so. a spoiler. Uh, because there's so much there. The, the only thing we've seen of Emma's backstory is how she got to our world, you know, mm-hmm. being born and being sent through the tree, and that Pinocchio was there to take care of her, and then Pinocchio abandoned her. And we saw the backstory of the yellow bug and how Emma found it. And how Emma and Neil got together. <laughs> but nothing else besides that. Right. I've got something to share from the panel that, panel that is not spoiler at all. Mm-hmm. It's actually quite obvious. <laughs> Someone asked, are, is there any chance that Snow and Charming will ever break up? <laughs> and Eddie and Adam both were like, well, that would just suck pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they said something like, well, that would seem like the destruction of all hope. Yeah. Of course, Lana Perea down at the other end was having a lot of fun and kind of really being in character in a bit. And she said something like, but that won't stop me from trying. Yeah, (laughs) it was great. Yeah, the panel was a lot of fun. And we've got uh, parts one and two and there are some spoilers in it. So if you don't want to hear any spoilers at all, you might not want to watch it. But it was a lot of fun to watch. And we've got that over at oncepodcast.com. You can find a link to the panel over at oncepodcast.com slash 104. Before we move on to spoilers, I want to thank uh, another sponsor for this episode or uh, a way that you can support One's podcast. Check out HostGator for unlimited hosting with unlimited bandwidth. HostGator provides several different options of website hosting. If you want to start just one website or maybe you want to start a dozen websites, HostGator has you covered with plans that offer a variety of features. It's really easy to install WordPress or many different applications. You get great support great service from HostGator and a great price. Even greater because if you go to oncepodcast.com slash 
host Gator and use the co- coupon code Gator30, that's G-A-T-O-R-3-0, then you'll receive 30% off. But you better hurry because this coupon code expires at the end of August 2013. So go to com slash host Gator to start your website or a bunch of websites and use that promo code Gator30 to save 30% off and get your website going, whatever your website is about and whatever software you want to use to run it. Whether it's a big website or a little one, host Gator has you covered with many very affordable options. Check it out. Oncepodcast.com slash host Gator. Thank you, host Gator. So now let's do some spoilers. <gasps> Yay! all right we'll try to arrange these spoilers in order of least spoilery to most spoilery but it may not necessarily happen that way so just be forewarned that we will be sharing spoilers if you don't want spoilers everybody dies (laughs) just kidding i always say that (laughs) well that does lead to the first spoiler oh it does about dying okay at comic-con Lana Perea said, was asked what her favorite kill was. Oh, yeah. And she said, it's coming. Yeah. In season three. <laughs> and you know, it has to be in the, like, the first or second episode because they've only filmed those two so far. Yeah, but they may have the scripts for a couple other episodes. Well, well, they did say that they've hmm. only had the first script at that point. That's right. Yeah. Huh. So hmm. who could, or maybe Who's it's, maybe it's they told her. But she doesn't know yet. That could be. So if she doesn't kill the little mermaid. Oh. That would just really... That would make me so sad. I have an idea who what? it might be. Well, she said her favorite kill may not necessarily mean the favorite person she's wanting to kill. That would be Snow, I think. Oh, I didn't, I didn't take it to translate. I didn't translate it that way at all. I thought... I thought her favorite kill would be like the most dramatic, most intense kill ever. Most fulfilling or, or most enjoyable <laughs> kill. <laughs> yeah. Here's an idea. What? Greg. Because Greg did torture her. Oh. Oh, yeah. Mm. So that would be a full revenge kill. Yeah. And it could be something that they could do very easily off in season three. That way they don't have to show us Greg throughout all of season three in Neverland if we stay in Neverland that long. Do you think his dad's really dead? Yes. You yeah. know that for sure. I'm pretty sure. I mean, they showed his grave and all, but... Yeah, and Kitsis and Horowitz did say, before we saw the bones, they did say we would see um, Kurt Flynn again. Oh. And that's that okay. must have been what they well, were talking okay. about. Yeah. Okay. So I'm pretty sure he's dead. But, uh, Hunter, any I ideas? I didn't get closure on that. <laughs> I didn't feel closure there. I think Greg did. <laughs> Hunter, any ideas uh, who Regina's first kill might be? Or have you heard more spoilers on that? Uh, I haven't heard anything on that. I was actually just starting to look up to see if um, either Ethan Embry or um, what was her name? Uh, the girl who plays Tamara. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. her name. I, I was looking to see if they either one of them are working on any other projects. Because yeah. that would... But I, know, I, I think it would be it's some it's got to be someone we already know yeah. and it has to be someone that was there so it was it's either one it's one of those two i know it has to be uh, our chat room right now is saying tomorrow 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 oh, that's right, tomorrow sorry <laughs> sorry yes well yeah um yeah i could see that happening as well hmm <sighs> because it can't, it's probably not one of the main characters couldn't be no. Well, it's definitely not Charming or Snow. Hmm. Can't be. Unless it's one of those killing, but they're not really dead kind of things. Like Jiminy Cricket. Um, I don't think they'll throw that at us again. That's an old trick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know who it would be. The Shadow? I, I don't know. Peter Pan? It's really... We can't <laughs> no, guess. We can't. Pan. I also wonder what if, I mean, they could really do anything with this because they're going to Neverland where time works differently. Mm -hmm. Right. And they did say that because uh, they said, uh, Kitsis and Horowitz said that time in Neverland, well, you don't have the future, really. You only have the past when you're in Neverland because the future doesn't really happen. It's just you don't age. Nothing is coming. 
but you have the past that kind of haunts you. So they gave us the impression that they're going to, and they did say they're going to explore a lot of character backstory. Hmm. Maybe Regina's favorite kill is actually something that happened in her past. Oh, maybe it is. You know, I wrote some notes about Neverland from the panel. Mm -hmm. They said it was a land of imagination and anything can happen there. Anything. That makes me think. Um, uh, you remember what they said about dead is dead? Yeah. I wonder if, if since they said anything could happen, if, if this doesn't apply in Neverland. Is dead not dead in Neverland? Oh. Ooh. Like, not necessarily, like, Did I just say dead. something profound? Yeah. Like, <laughs> because they did say, they really emphasized anything, anything can, can happen. happen. They really emphasize it. So they could get around it by saying, yeah. like, you can't really be killed. In Neverland. Like in Lost, there's a time where a certain character tries to commit suicide, but just can't. Mm. It never works. Well, there is that thing that says once you've, once you've touched Neverland soil, you can never leave. Oh. Does that also mean you can't leave your body either? Death would be in a form of escape. It would be. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Interesting, Yeah. It's just a theory. I don't. I don't know. That's. I, I think that's a good theory. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. And uh, but I mentioned the shadow, and Kitsis and Horowitz said, I think confirming that the shadow is different from Peter Pan. They said we've seen the shadow. We've seen um, never. We've seen these certain people and certain characters, but we haven't seen Peter Pan. No, we haven't seen him yet. They did say that. So they're saying so essentially... So it's, it's not that creepy lost boy that's had a rip. Yeah. <laughs> Felix. Felix. Mm. I was thinking well, maybe he could be F- Peter Pan in disguise, but now that I think about that, he couldn't actually. Well, when they were kept casting that, because they were casting for one lead kid and two lost boys, uh-huh. all the things I was reading were like, oh, it's got to be Peter Pan. It's got to be Peter Pan. <laughs> He looked so creepy, didn't he? <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, after all, if you've seen someone have their shadow ripped Ugh. off of them. Rip. <laughs> wow. He's never, he's, he's gonna, it's going to take him years to live that line down. I'm sure people, that'll follow him around like Poppet. Like, hello, Poppet follows. Oh, gosh, I just for- forgot his name. Lee Goldberg. Lee Ehrenberg. There we go. Ehrenberg. That line's just going to follow him around. Uh, Horowitz or Kitsis said that Peter Pan kind of gave the impression that Peter Pan may be scary, but yeah, not necessarily evil. What was your take on that, Hunter or Jenny? I think he's going to be unpredictable. He's got. I know he's got a complicated past. I got that out of the Comic Con. He's a trickster yeah. in fairy yeah. in fairy tales. He's a little trickster, and you never know what he's going to do. He likes, he likes to be a little boy, and he likes to have fun. <laughs> That's all I know about Peter Pan. They much. said that we'll see different areas of Neverland, some of them familiar, but some not so familiar. Anything can happen. But He said that we would see everything from the book version, right? Or see some scenes from the book. Okay. Yeah. But so I really hope they're going to... They have to make a Mermaid Lagoon. That's like... One of the main attractions for me at Neverland. Well, if I went to Neverland, I would go to the Mermaid Lagoon. <laughs> so we're on mermaids. Talk mm-hmm. about that for a minute. What spoilers do we have there? Um, well, we do have this video that they published. And do you want me to describe it or do you mm-hmm. want to play it? Describe it. Okay. Uh, Grumpy sits down to have lunch on this bench. And he sniffs his food for like two minutes straight. (laughs) (laughs) And someone with red hair comes up behind him and steals his dingle hopper. And then she (laughs) swims away. And? And she's a mermaid. (laughs) With red hair. Yeah. Yeah. I made note that she could walk. Hmm. That reminds me me of Splash, that, that old movie, which has been mentioned by Splash Grumpy. Huh. Yeah, in the episode... We're going to have to watch that was now. Was it The Outsider? No, it was the episode that happened after The Outsider. But um, Grumpy was talking about E.T. and he mentioned Splash. Oh, yeah, when he was talking about what people would do if they came to see yeah. Storybrooke and all the fairy tale people of Storybrooke. So it'd be quite funny if they <laughs> give Ariel a kind of Splash personality. Oh, and it's 
know, grumpy that was yeah, interacted was, with her. Nobody kind of. steals from a dwarf. <laughs> so yeah, many I don't people. know how they would change the story, though. Like, because if she could be on land and walk and then be yeah. in the water with, mm-hmm. with her fin. Yeah. So many people steal from dwarves, even though they keep saying, nobody steals from a dwarf. <laughs> Isn't that strange? <laughs> So, do you think she's going to be in Neverland or not? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they're they're going to have to be mermaids in in Neverland. Well, yeah. well they did talk that this season they are going to be showing everything in Neverland, Storybrooke, and the Enchanted Forest. So, if she's depending on where she they place her, well, I guess you could say they're going to do three three different realms. Mm-hmm. That's they, what they've been talking about. Have they yeah. been doing that? They've, um, yeah, done it a little bit because, well, I, no, not not always. But in season two, they introduced three different realms because they had uh, yeah. modern storybook, past Enchanted Forest, and sometimes present day. Oh, right. Was it Enchanted season Forest. one that had Wonderland in it? Yeah, quite a, a bit. little bit. Yeah. Okay. But that was more, that was kind of following the Enchanted Forest okay. timeline. Okay. So this is nothing new for them to have three realms now. Since season two, right. They didn't do that in first season. Okay. But then again, they may do multiple aspects of those realms. Like they mentioned that Neverland will bring up a lot of people's past. Yeah. So we might see present day Enchanted Forest with Neil oh. Mulan and Aurora and past Enchanted Forest with more backstory to wow. some of the characters. They're making it hard to podcast about their show. <laughs> <laughs> they're giving us segments. So That's many what doing. realms. But I'm not complaining. Please do the show. We love podcasting about it. <laughs> and the focus really will be on Neverland going forward. Not would be great. But they will still show us stuff from Storybrooke, Enchanted Forest, of course. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Storybrooke, mm-hmm. there was a tweet that someone mentioned on the panel about Belle for Mayor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That That's some hashtag that's going around, supposedly. Oh, I wonder if there's anything behind that. I could see it happening because there is no mayor. <laughs> when they were, when they mentioned it, Regina was like, <laughs> "What? <laughs> Bell for mayor?" But there was also not necessarily a hint, but oh. just kind of throwing out what if Bell and Rumpel never get together again. Sorry, Lana Perea, I have substituted your name. It's Regina now. <laughs> just so you know. If you go on Twitter and type in hashtag Bell for Mayor, they have there's a whole thing going on for her about it. I'm doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll have T-shirts made up for that. But that Bell or that uh, Emily DeRaven who plays Bell was on this panel at Comic Con. I think really gives the idea that she is going to be a regular part of season three, and. If she's a regular part, that means we're going to see bits of Storybrooke and maybe come back to Storybrooke at some point in season oh, three. I have a sad spoiler. Like all of our characters come back to Storybrooke. Um, Megan Ori won't be... She won't be a big part of the show anymore. Yeah, we talked about that with our last episode. Uh, they could still bring her in some. Yeah. As well her as... Her new show's filming right there, so that's what's good about it, oh, is nice. that... She she doesn't have to travel very far mm. to make like appearances in the episodes. Cool. I'm going to miss her cuz she was good. Like pan- I don't think we'll have any full episodes just on her. Yeah. Right. Okay. The panel did also mention Anton played by uh Hugo Garcia. Hugo yeah. Garcia. Yeah. And they said we'd love to see him again. <laughs> but they don't know if his schedule will work out. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like they're open to that. And of course, they don't have all 22 episodes scripted yet. Of course, not filmed yet. So a lot can happen between now and when they finish filming, which would probably be in March or April. Yeah. And Jennifer Jennifer said that she loved working with him. Yeah, Jennifer Morrison mm-hmm. or, or Emma. He looks like a big teddy bear. Like You just want to give him a hug. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I, he needs to come back and say one word. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally needs to say dude. I never watched Lost. Is that big? That is, yeah. Yes. That was okay. like the thing that he said most. Dude. 
dude. I can, I can picture it. <laughs> and they said that there was a reason Neil landed in present day fairy tale land or enchanted forest. And we'll learn that reason in yeah. season three. That'll be interesting to learn. And they also said, you know, to create some tension between like, uh, the, uh, swan fire people <laughs> they said that that's by the way just in case anyone's wondering that's a ship between emma swan and bellfire Melfire. yeah well they said that well neil is now with mulan and emma's with captain hook they're both looking for each other but in the meantime yeah some people certainly <laughs> no, want to I put i don't like that i don't like it either <laughs> Yeah, well, Kitsis and Horowitz did remind us. What's the last thing that Neil said yes. as he was falling through the pol- portal? That's he said, I love you too to Emma. Yeah. So right. he knows Emma is still alive. Yeah. He's going to be looking for her. Although at the on the panel, he said he, he might have. He said something about, I'll even fight through Hook, or even if I have to go through Hook to get to her, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But Emma is the in the, me- in the way. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I wrote that down when I was watching it. Yeah, that, that's what he said. So, yeah, from Emma's perspective, Neil is gone. She doesn't right. know whether he's still mm-hmm. alive because Emma has never seen the beanhole uh, portal. She's seen the hat portal and the um, Lake Nostos portal, but no other Yeah, but portal. she spoke with people about it. They don't know yeah, where I, he went. So, yeah, I think he she went knows somewhere. he went to a portal. She just doesn't know where and she doesn't know if he's alive or not. Yeah, and because he was shot when he, he went was through. shot. So she doesn't know that help was on the other side. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the other things, well, I mean, a bunch of other things here to cover. The uh, Something that we didn't hear from the panel, but we have heard in other interviews and writings is that Sydney Glass will be back in season three. Yes. We just don't know as who. (laughs) Is he going to be the mirror? Is he going to be the genie? Or is he going to be Sydney Glass? Is he going to be obsessed with Regina stuff? (laughs) In a creepy, strange sort of way? (laughs) Or is he going to hate her? Oh, that would be awesome if he hated her. What if someone lets him out of the hospital's basement and then he tries to run for mayor again? Against Belle. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Or is he going to be seen in a flashback somewhere? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So what other spoilers do we have, Hunter? Um, are you looking at a Comic-Con or? Uh, just spoilers in general for, uh, for season three. Um, well, we got a whole bunch. We've got... Tinkerbell for one. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We will be talking. We will be seeing Tinkerbell. What was it that, that they said about her? That she's got a surprising connection to someone. Oh yeah, it has to be Hook. Has someone. To be. They said but someone that was Bay. there on the panel. Yeah, and yeah, Colin and was Hook, there. Both Hook and Bay were there, so it could be one of them because oh. they're the only two that have ever spent time in Neverland. That's Unless right. it's a connection with someone who hasn't been in Neverland. Oh. Well, it could also be Rubble Stiltskin. He hates fairies, after all. <laughs> yeah. And we don't know, you know, all of his backstory involving fairies, so it could be Rubble Stiltskin. Maybe he'd met her before. Well, they did say... He was there. A he, su- he has a connection to everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's true. Well, it's a surprising connection. I'm going to think it's, yeah. someone that, it's not him. Right, exactly. Uh, something you're not expecting. and Yeah, but Hook, we none of us thought of him first. Of Rumpel? Right. Of Rebel Stiltskin. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, none of but, us thought of him first when we thought of connection to Tinkerbell. So it could yeah, be I, I, I mean, but he just seems to connect with everyone. So I was like, when they said a surprising connection, I didn't even think of that because that to me that was a given. Yeah. Oh, so okay. the characters that were there on the panel, so everyone can hear think about this: Hook, Neil, Bell, Mary Margaret, Emma, David, Gold, and Regina. You said Mary Margaret. No. Well, I called everyone I else by their modern names. <laughs> Bell. Yeah. And one other thing they said about Tinkerbell is you have to believe to see her. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of, you know, I do believe in fairies. <laughs> I mean, that's just a play on that, yes. <laughs> 
And don't ever say there's no such thing. Mm. What else do we know uh, or think we know about season three coming up? Um, let's see. We know that Peter Pan has a complicated motivation. And he's a little different than we've ever seen before. So I don't know what they're going to do to him. But mm. I do know that. Um, let's see here. We've talked about she's going to see more of Emma's past. Um, I mean, pretty much the rest of the stuff I have is just like casting news and casting calls I've seen. Well, yeah, so that, that tells us about what kind of characters will be seen. What do you hear that's coming that what characters will be seen that haven't been cast yet or that they that, put the calls out? Okay, well, I've got casting calls for Rufio. So, I mean, anyone who has seen Hook, Rufio, the movie Hook. Rufio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Last season, they had said that they weren't sure if they were going to add him or not, but I've been seeing casting calls for Rufio, hmm. and it's going to be a heavily recurring role, and they say the character is pure lore, is described as forever youthful, mischievous, and harboring a penchant for clever games, and but behind his playful facade lurker, lurk a perpetual child twisted enough to destroy anyone who crosses his path. Oh. That is direct from the casting call note that I saw. Mm. Sounds villainy. Yeah. Like, but he's like a kid and he, yeah. Sounds exactly. like, like a, sounds like an in-between character. Like he could sometimes be good and sometimes be evil. Well, then again, that description can fit someone who is among the lost ones who work for Peter Pan. Right. That's, I, I think that's what they, because in the movie Hulk and that's, Everyone, as soon as they were going there, everyone was like, oh, is Rufio going to be there? Is what I was seeing all over the place. And they were like, well, we don't know because he's not actually part of the fairy tale. He was created for the movie Hook. So. Yeah. And he was created to yeah. take Peter Pan's place when Peter Pan grew up. Right. Um, let's see. We've got Violet is being cast. She's a headstrong party girl that often gets into trouble due to her inability to pass up a challenge or prank. She will appear in episode three, and one of the sites is connecting her to Tinkerbell. Huh. Violet? Yep. she a lost girl or a fairy? They, well, you think that it might be Tinkerbell that they're casting, huh. and they're just putting the name out as Violet. Tinkerbell was green, though. That's an odd name. Or they could just be doing it to throw you off. Oh, so yeah. That you you don't know, have- that's true. I think Violet is the inverted color for green. Is it? Might be. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll look that up while you. <laughs> okay. I think and you're the right. Last, the last casting call that I did find yeah. was for a thief who's in his 30s who steals magic from Rumpelstiltskin in order to save someone he loves. Oh. So. Um. Now that sounds like Robin Hood. It does, but they've already cast somebody for Robin Hood. Actually, they recast. Actually, they had to recast Robin Hood. <gasps> yeah. Well, we didn't get to see him up close, so I guess that's okay. Well, originally he was played by Tom Ellis, but he's not available and has been recast by Sean McGuire. And this guy, I was looking at his casting credits, and he's been in everything from Growing Pains, CSI New York, Cold Case, Criminal Minds, The Class, and he's a really big actor over in England. Hmm. Hmm. Well... Robin Hood hasn't had any lines yet, has he? Well, no, he did. He did? Yeah. Remember in um, the episode Lacey, we met Robin Hood. No, no, we met little John. No, no, no. We met, oh, the sheriff from Nottingham. That's who we met. And Robin Hood. Because Robin Hood stole the arrow. Oh, but he didn't have, oh, he did have lines. Yeah. He had several lines. Well, that's sad. spoke with a kind of British accent. Well, I hope it'll be seamless. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, he was only shortly in that episode, so I don't think people grew so attached to him like in other characters. Yeah. So. Hmm. Anyone else that we know that's coming? Um. Well, for those are the only ones that I saw casting calls out there for. But we have casting news. We got Rose McGi- Rose McIver has been cast as Tinkerbell. So I don't oh, know yeah. when that came out compared to the Violet thing. And I the. I don't know. She was in the Lovely Bones. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. Violet, um, by the way, is the reverse color of a yellowish green. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm looking at Rose McIver. She's pretty. And of course, we've then, got Ariel coming. Do we know well, who she's going to be? No, I haven't seen anything like that. I haven't seen any casting for her yet. Um, let's say Robert K was originally said to be cast as a lost boy, but he is. It has been revealed that he is Peter Pan. Um, so they have cast Peter Pan. He starred this boy K Robert K has starred in the mini series of Pinocchio, and he was in Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Ties. How do you spell his last name? K-A-Y. Oh, see, I searched for that, and I'm getting old people. <laughs> no, he, he's he's a kid. He's actually, I, he's the one, um, he wears one of the tri-hats, and you see him with, I saw the pictures from um, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. So he's a cute little kid. Okay. So Peter Pan then will be a kid mm-hmm. in Neverland. That's yep. interesting. And it looks like Sarah Bulger is back because she, t- I saw something on Twitter saying that she's off to Vancouver. Hmm, what's films in Vancouver? So <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah that's uh, Aurora. She'll be back. Yep. Oh, I just see Rob. I, I see Robert K. He looks like a proper Peter Pan. <laughs> Cute kid. Someone in the chat room was saying, I would look like a good Peter Pan. I don't know. I'm not going to prance around but you've already grown up you can't be peter pan yeah i'm still a kid inside <laughs> sometimes aren't we all <laughs> so anything else uh that we know or think is coming based on spoilers and word out there um i just have the other things i have left are just the episode one and episode two titles and yes stuff, which that's right I, I tell us that wanted. because we didn't cover that at all tell us what that is okay Episode one has been titled The Heart of the Truest Believer. It's directed by Ralph Hemlicker and written by Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz. Hmm. So. I'm thinking Henry. I'm thinking Henry, too. Yeah. I think that's the obvious choice. He believes and he got everyone else, too. Yeah. And then episode two has been titled The Lost, or Lost Girl. It's directed by Ron Underwood and written by Andrew Chambliss and Catalina Vasquez. Hmm. So this one, the title of it, I just posted a blog post today written, guest written by um, Melissa on our blog over at oncepodcast.com. You can check it out. Um, It seems like this episode will focus on snow, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's who the lost girl is. Because we saw, for example, the episode The Outsider focused mainly on Belle and then the outsider didn't actually come until the very end of the episode. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. They throw me off with all these titles. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe. Um, I know Melissa had theorized that maybe it was Wendy or Ariel or Tinkerbell or Snow, maybe, or maybe someone completely different. It could or be it could Emma. be some somebody who, like somebody that is hiding out in Neverland, who's actually a girl. Hmm. Because he only wanted boys. Yeah. So it could be... Well, that Peter Pan did, but in the actual story, there wasn't that, that Indian princess. Tiger Lily. Stuff. Yeah, Tiger Lily. So... What if it's Tamara? Hmm. Maybe it's tomorrow. <laughs> maybe maybe the lost girl that uh, was banished from Neverland oh, or, or oh. sent away or something, and now she's out against magic. Dachshund did just say, maybe it's Tink. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. She's a girl. She's a fairy, but she's a girl. So, listeners, we'd love your thoughts on these spoilers. And the best place really to discuss spoilers are in our forums over at onespodcast.com slash forums. I completely redid the forums. They're now running on newer, faster, better software. And in fact, our whole website is running on a much faster a server now, and it's actually saving a few dollars every month. But check out oncepodcast.com slash forums to join there and discuss spoilers in the appropriate sections and let us know what you think these titles indicate and what you know about future episodes as they come out. Hunter, how can people connect with you? I'm on Twitter at Bit of Pixie Dust, and I'm working on my blog, which is bitofpixiedust.com. Awesome. And I'm Daniel J. Lewis. You can follow me on Twitter at the Ramen Noodle. 
And I'm Jenny, and you can follow me at twitter.com slash Jenny's Nook. And follow the podcast on Twitter at Once Podcast, and also our friend and co-host Jeremy on Twitter at Fleegon. That's P-A-H-L-E-G-O-N. Send us your feedback, feedback at oncepodcast.com or 903-231-2221. And show notes for this episode at oncepodcast.com slash 104. So until next time, have a happy ever after, and thank you for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our sponsors for this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor and sign up for either a one-time or a recurring donation. And also check out HostGator, oncepodcast.com slash H-O-S-T-G-A-T-O-R and use that promo code GATOR30 for 30% off.